0: Welcome to episode eighty-six of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host Warren Sklar. How you doing? What's going on? Uh, I am good. Glad to uh glad to be here and
1: uh hear yeah. you about your fun trip uh to Nashville and Yeah, but pre-show we were
0: Chatting a little bit about me uh, having spent some time in uh, in Nashville it was a lot of fun, and uh, it's a great great
1: place
0: to go. It is a great place. I want to go back, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was just, you can't get enough of. Me yeah, I'll yeah, be sure, okay. we're, we're gonna meet out there, and we're gonna just tear up the town and walk up and down Broadway <laughs> and go to every bar and check every band out. You even if I don't, even though, even if I don't drink, which I don't. So I, I don't drink
1: either, but I found the candy store, and
0: uh, that was a good place. And, oh, and, did you go to Goo Goo's?
1: We went to we got did you hear did you get that screaming, yeah, oh, uh, okay, that's it that's a wife. I'll have to tell her to be a little quieter,
0: oh, that's okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to um, so, I walked in there, walked right out uh christie's yeah. Christie's uh, cookies was the other one we went to that stair
1: yeah, and then there was a candy store on Broadway, uh which was lots of
0: fun, so um, but. We're not here to talk about my trip. We are here to talk about iOS and all the fun stuff uh, that goes along with it. Some good news uh, coming up that we can talk about here this week, and uh, got a couple uh, um, discussions we're gonna we're gonna hit on this week, including the Files app. We had uh, uh, an interesting discussion as well as I, I put this as a topic because um, Microsoft released a. A version of Microsoft Office for iOS, which is for the iPhone, which is going to be a integrated all-in-one flavor version that includes Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. We'll talk about that. And then we've got tons of tips we're going to go through this week, because I know everybody's loving the tips. And if you are not t- sending us email, letting us know what uh, you want to hear, please do at feedback at InTouchWithIOS.com. And uh, please tell me or tell us what you want to hear or what you want us to talk about and or even give us some feedback what's that's why the email's feedback right um so um let's uh, hit this hit the news here in the first article which was hot off the press is uh, t-mobile and sprint confirm up, updated merger agreement well we we knew this was going to be happening it was just a matter of when um as of this recording today um they have confirmed that they are they have updated their merger agreement because they had to adjust the the, the dollars since uh this was two years in the making, um, so each of the shareholders will get their 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 money. I'm not gonna go into any details with that, other than the fact that I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of happy this is gonna happen. I think it's gonna make T-Mobile even stronger. It's gonna make make the Sprint uh, customers happy because it's you know they got they got great uh, they got great customer service, and um, they say that this merger could close as uh, as soon as April 1st of 2020. Uh, uh, of course, they had that lawsuit that got rejected, with uh, the state seeking to block the deal. But the only thing it's they have to get over now—is the California Public Utilities Commission, and it and it's, it's undergoing a tiny Act review for any potential antitrust concerns. What's your thought on this?
1: Yeah, and this should tie in well with our next story. Um, speaking yep. of customer service. Uh, do you want me to yes. do that? Yeah, okay. let's... So, uh, yeah. I mean, they kind of tie together. So, basically, yeah, uh, T-Mobile finishes first in JD Power's latest wireless purchase experience report. Uh, basically, the story uh, from... Where is it from? Uh, open
0: link. I think the TMO so news, I found this app, this web, this new, the unofficial T-Mobile blog.
1: And basically, uh, the article says that the for, for the first time they had won this award of uh, uh, the purchasing experience of it, uh, which um, which is great. And I could actually attest to because uh, I switched uh, this year and it was super easy. And their customer service is good. And um, actually, I was in T-Mobile store yesterday. I'm starting a full time job, and one yeah. Of my plans was to get a uh so make this a quick story but i have an iphone 11 max pro and like, like me like and i wasn't going to um uh i needed a separate phone line that they're going to reimburse me for but i didn't want to carry around a second phone sure. so my plan was to go to sprint and have them activate an e- at sprint like t-mobile to activate a, a uh E-SIM, uh for my phone so i only nice. have one phone Yep. plan was going fine uh we were going to do that and we were going to happily do that. but the know uh, one of the guys came over and said you know instead of doing that for ten dollars a month you could get their their numbers uh thing basically right. which is um uh, you kind of add it to their it's, you, you need a nap but it works pretty well and uh yeah they had some issues with a couple of things but they worked through it and uh they were super nice and uh you know they you know so i got the plan for ten dollars a month and it was uh they didn't have to they didn't have to say I, there was a cheaper plan and they did so um there it is you know it's, I haven't had much issues at all with T-Mobile as far as the uh, actual uh, process of getting it using it um you know no cell phone provider is going to be perfect with service uh then you have to know that going in and uh, it's 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 good and the sprint uh, merger if anything it's just going to make it better hopefully.
0: Yep, I agree and uh, I've been very happy with their customer service. I've had a great experience and JD Power, uh, hats off to you that uh, to to find those uh, results because uh, I agree 100% that how, how great they've been. John Leisure was made comments saying uh how he's super pleased with uh, the CEO of T-Mobile, super pleased with it as well. I think that's called T-Mobile Digits, is it not? Or is- it is digits, yeah.
1: So, yeah. The, so I'm, I'm I'm putting the
0: link to the in that, in, in, as you as, as an app pick for you there in our notes. So yeah. um,
1: so so basically with digits you you um, uh, it, it's kind of a weird app too because you could you know add a whole other number to it. You could also manage phone numbers that are on your plan. So you know, in theory, I can add my son's yeah. phone on my phone using the app and I could kind of see who he's calling, who's calling him. It's, you know, it's, it's got yeah. a little more power than just adding another phone number to it, which is kind of neat, but it's, uh, you know, it's all optional and and, and right. basically it, 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 you know, works, the phone rings as normal. Uh, the only thing is you have to open up the app to call out of it, uh, you right. have to call from the app, but you, uh, you, you can receive calls with the app not being open. So, you know, for yep. my use, uh, with light phone use, it's a uh, perfect. For a second
0: oh, link. Awesome! Yeah, it saves you having to carry around two two phones too.
1: Yeah, actually, they they tried to at first like uh we you can get a free Android phone uh, <laughs> and I and I looked the at 5G? the five G no I, I, think I didn't like, think so i think the free, the free ones were the free ones like the crappy ones one g yeah. yeah well, they were like the samsung like
0: android nine
1: it, it was like a, they had a Samsung, but it was like an e something I mean, was,
0: oh yeah those those not yeah. the s series
1: <laughs> absolutely not it, it was horrible looking I said no thank you
0: so good good news on all fronts with t mobile and uh yeah. I, we ha- we highly recommend uh you check it out and switching because uh, it, it's definitely a it definitely I've, i'm a very happy t-mobile customer leaving 18t you know, all the discussions i've had about that in the past so definitely good stuff um let's move on of course beta the world again we got new betas that just came out beta uh two of ios ipad os and TVOS, and i believe it's watch 6.3 is it not um and uh they released a, the, the second beta, and the public beta just got released uh, today as we record this. Um, any changes? What's your thoughts? I know you already have it, so I don't even have to ask you.
1: Very few changes. Uh, the, the big change on iOS is uh, they, they listened to me, Dave. They I said I was flagging everything that I wanted to move uh, yeah. or, uh, or delete on my uh, uh, my iOS mail app, and they said, okay. So they, they actually got rid of the flag. Um, and they changed it uh, with um, they moved they moved the reply over yeah. I think and then the, on the end uh, they put a new message uh, button. This is when right. you're in the mail message. So if you're Good. reading mail, you could compose from there, which doesn't quite make that much sense either. But yeah. um, so they're they're playing around with our muscle memory on this guy. So oh, right, uh, but, we talked
0: about that previously. Yeah.
1: So so uh, I'm trying not to learn all this until like it, they, they figured out where they're going to put all these, uh, all these uh, buttons on the bottom of the phone. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much, I don't think there was any other noticeable changes. I think yeah. everything was kind of the same. Um, the only other thing notable in all these, there was, the watch, I don't think was changed at all. Uh, yeah. Mac OS, I know we don't talk too much about it, but Mac OS, uh, the, the update just added lyrics to. Uh, Apple. Right. Uh, or uh music whatever they call now so
2: what you're going to uh, give a
0: tip on that and uh, yeah
1: so it basically does uh, the same thing ish of what the uh the lyric the live lyrics does on the uh on the
0: uh ios devices so again as we say every time we talk about beta do not install it unless you are a professional Unless it's you are somebody who wants to live through. on the bleeding edge and expect to have lots of problems with your primary device. Do you what have I secondary say, devices? Not then what I do. Yeah,
1: that's the same. Do you, do what we say, not what
0: we do. It's, it's yeah, you, you do it on your bleeding edge. I do it on my spare devices. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. So um and uh with that also um as we mentioned, the public beta is out too if you decide to live on that bleeding edge. Uh the uh Apple also released uh, updates to the watch OS. It was a small release. It was 6.3 point, uh, which fixed, uh, something, something that was going on with the heart rate, um,
1: Switzerland. It was only in Switzerland. Was it was only Switzerland. Okay. So it was, always,
0: yeah. so it really wasn't an important update other than it just did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, and interestingly enough just like we've mentioned before they're they're still keeping iOS 12 up to date for the older devices they're doing the same thing with uh, watchOS with 5.3.5 5. and really the only reason they did this is to update it so it works with um current versions of iPhones so if like uh, so if it's running iOS iOS 13 or later the older devices that run iOS, um, watchOS 5 will will work because uh, they weren't working until uh, they released this right
1: right yeah yep yeah. i know so, people were having what was the issue so people with older phones were having problems uh with the new watches uh to, to get them set up too at right. one point but they they kind of got through that too
0: so not much i'll say about that other than make sure you to do your updates um Next
1: this article. To, um, this is next
0: article, I'll, let you, I'll let you dig into this because I can't believe it. So
1: <laughs> I can't actually believe it either. Uh, and I, I knew you.
0: This would be a perfect topic for us to talk about. So go for it.
1: Uh, I've been uh, trolling the internet with this uh, with yeah. uh, this one on Facebook, but basically the article is Microsoft is bringing its antivirus software to iOS and Android, uh, which is Microsoft's uh, Defender. Uh, And basically, the articles from The Verge—we have a link from it. But if if you don't see it there, it's everywhere else. Everybody's reporting on it, but uh, because it's kind of weird. But basically, the they want to bring a defender to uh, iOS and Android. A couple of things I've heard is basically they're not doing it for like a mobile management thing, but just basically to keep people safe, and it's more to um, you know keep people from going to cushion sites and things like that. Yeah. Um, but they, the way they word is basically to prevent uh, you know, for any virus on the iOS. And um as far as I know, uh even with a jailbroken phone, I haven't really seen any real viruses per se on an iOS device. I've seen so, you know, it, Maybe our listeners get this too, and we all do. But basically, if it's, sometimes yep. you'll open up Safari on iOS, and it will redirect you to a phishing site or something like that. And the perception is it's a virus, but generally it's not. It's basically just a, you know Safari just redirecting uh, to the last that it went to. Um, but it's a uh, it, you know the it seems like there's really not going to be a need for it um, unless it does something else that we don't know that what it's going to do. Uh, Android, maybe that's a good, probably idea because um, I have seen actual malware on Android devices. Whether they're viruses, either or you know, so malware and viruses. Everybody kind of gets these things confused, but a virus essentially is a, a virus is something that you know self right. self propagates through itself to some other device and. Um, usually without user interaction or very minimal user interaction is what happens. And uh, Macs and iOS are pretty good with that not happening. Right. Um, malware and adware uh, are basically in iOS and on uh, Mac OS are more or less. Um, <laughs> Chrome uh Chrome but browser browser extensions that shouldn't be there or browser half that can easily be fixed. So mean uh we'll see how it goes. Um you know Defender on Windows is pretty solid, uh, yeah. I think. Um yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, it definitely doesn't solve everything that Microsoft Windows has the problem with, but you yeah,
0: know. but the thing um, is on Windows it's built in, so it's uh
1: it's built in too. Then, so an yeah, like iOS, pl- is not going to run in the background. It's not going to be built
0: in. No. It's going to be something that to run. Honestly, I'm I'm baffled. Why would you need antivirus on an iOS device? I just I just yeah. don't don't understand it.
1: Yeah, no, I. No, we'll, uh, but you know, we'll Microsoft's <laughs> we'll getting
0: them goes. getting things out there. Yeah. So to, yeah, take a look at that article on in the show notes. It's on uh, the Verge. Uh, so that was. Uh, Very interesting. Um, This next article, The Verge, has been popular today. Um, Apple considers allowing apps like like Chrome and Gmail to be set as iOS defaults. Um, While the HomePod will also embrace Spotify, which we'll talk about the HomePod in a minute. Um, But Apple is actually considering letting users set third-party apps as their default web browsers. I mean... I I'm never thought ever that uh, that Apple would do this. this. They always said iOS, it's Safari, or it's Safari in the background, and that's it. Um, but uh, but they're getting a lot people- of scrutiny from from the EU and uh, preparing for antitrust, okay. and so yeah. So I, yeah, what do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I've never really like never. I don't think. It- ever bothered me that it always opened up
2: it didn't bother me Some, yeah. Just. yeah
1: i mean when i'm on my iphone or ipad for the most part as long as what i'm trying to get to open something that i want to see i'm pretty yeah. happy with that um the one thing that was weird was map links and i don't know is there a setting? Maybe I'll know because I thought I was opening up a map link and it was opening up in Google maps for me and I didn't want that. And I didn't know how to. You
0: can, it, you can change it to the maps. They did allow that to where you can is you can make person? Google maps the default. Yeah.
1: Okay. There must be a setting in there somewhere, but um, so, you know, I guess maps is, you know, something like that, but uh, certainly, uh, certainly I, you know, I, I, I have uh, Safari opening up on my phone, but I use Microsoft Edge on my on my laptop, and it never really bothered me. But if it opens up Edge, I'll see if it uh, that works
0: for me. Yeah, and then I guess we have duplicate articles here, but this was on Apple Insider too. Um, HomePod—they're going to allow. Looks like they're going to allow Spotify to uh, to be the default player if you so choose. Which again,
1: player—I don't even think you can use Spotify on the HomePod right now.
0: Yeah, you can do it. It's a cockamamie way. You have to do it. You, um, have, you have to you have to do it through AirPlay and yeah, you know, all this stuff. So you could okay. do it. It just isn't integrated.
1: Not, not from the HomePod. itself. yeah. But it. I, I
0: mean, cool. I I think this is smart an Apple by Apple because the um, HomePod, you know, like we talked about last week, they're six the sixth most popular you know uh, smart speaker out there, and I think they got some work to do, and you know. Tr- Opening up to others is, I think, a smart move on their part. And uh, Apple starting on it seems like they're starting to loosen the reins a little more, a little more of the control, realizing they need to they need to get out there. Like we talked about, Apple TV too, with uh, you know all the smart TVs. Um, they just you just uh, they they, they got a lot of loose, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a little backwards from the other things where the TV was, you know. They need to sell their services, which is Apple TV Plus, so they're putting Apple TV um the TVs. This is, you know, just try to sell the hardware uh, and not worry about the services, the Apple Music service as much. Um, whether you still need to have Apple Music, uh, like is anybody going to buy if they said you don't have to have Apple Music and you could use Spotify instead on the HomePod. Would somebody buy a HomePod to use for Spotify, not spend the, um, whatever they're spending, or if they're, they're paying Spotify, would they do that? Um, I don't know. And would Apple care? Would Apple want to sell you a HomePod to not use Apple Music on and just to use a third party as Spotify or Pandora or something like that? I don't know either, but, um, we'll see. They want to sell, yeah, they want to sell yeah. things.
0: So, yeah. So uh that's the news for this week and um why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off with the uh this this topic for this week. Uh the, one of the topics is uh, the Files the Files app and uh and uh, we we uh, have a link out to, to Jason Snell's uh, article on Macworld about the yeah. Files
1: app. So this is an article from Macworld from uh Jason Snell and uh he kind of goes on talking about uh the goods and the bads about the uh, Files app of the uh of iOS and yeah. how it mainly compares to uh a Mac uh, the Mac experience for files. Um and without you know kind of going through everything he he. some of the things he points out is uh iOS 13 is a step in the right direction. You know, it gives you access to some you know the places that you know you want to go to, but it's still sort of messy and file types aren't you know kind of File types aren't uh, as black and white as they are on the Mac. So he's right. complaining about sometimes he would open up um, a certain audio file and he wants it to open up in a certain audio program, but he can't get it to do that. Whereas on the Mac, he could do that. Um, right, because you, know, you
0: can open yeah, open with um,
1: open with and keep it that way. But he can't. So he has a whole thing about the defaults, uh trying to get it to default. Um. And then he also kind of talks about ways to get the uh, the files onto um, onto the device. He he likes using uh, AirDrop to do that. Um, but you know, the, you know the the gist of it is basically is that they're getting closer, but they're certainly not there yet. And, well,
0: and, and and Jason's a bit of the extreme. I mean, he's believe, believe me, I have no I. I i think he's great I, I I enjoy everything he's done what he talks about um in the apple world so don't get me wrong here but he he could be a little bit to the extreme of what he wants to do with these files in my opinion um as as i read this and um because not everybody's going to be doing what he does um but it is it is good to know that uh if the, the files open i mean it's the same thing when i open a pdf when i do when i when i, when I airdrop I drop a PDF to like say my iPad. There's a long, huge list because I have so many PDF apps on my on my iPad that'll open it, including PDF yeah. Expert and others. So he's right in that sense. It's there's there are a lot of apps to open it, but and you want to be able to set it as default, and and it just wants to always give you the option to choose choose what version, what app you want to use to open it. So, um, right. But what about uh, in, in beta now? I don't know if you had any chance yet of testing the new uh, sharing of files. Um, no, nobody, uh, I don't have anybody to share files with. I think we have to do that <laughs> and get back to everybody since yeah, I have we'll some. we have uh, to
1: do it. I think we'll have to try it we'll put it notes
0: on there. Yeah, because um, I have it on my, my, my test iPad and test iPhone. So,
1: right. Um, but as far as what Jason's saying, I mean, the, the thing I'll say about it is the files system in the iOS it's the way it is for me is fine it, it it's i don't have a problem with it until once in a while you have to do something that you can't do and, right. and that's when that's when it becomes an issue like so it's 98% of the time you, you don't really even need to go in the files app you don't need to manipulate things like that right. but it's a 2% where somebody sends you a file and you have to you know i i, I think i told you the story last week but Somebody emailed me a PDF. I didn't have my MacBook with me, so I, and I needed to sign or add something to it. So, yeah. you know, manipulating that file was a little bit challenging. So you, you save it oh. somewhere and then figure out where to open it and then, it, you know, how to put it back in the email. And it, it wasn't as easy as it would have been on a Mac, but, you know, it was, it was doable, which, um, which is good, but it should be... In, should in that be, case... Yeah, I mean, like, on um, it should be like, like on a, on a computer, I I have the file, there should be a place that says save, and you save it. And then you should be able to switch to the file manager, double click on it, open it, and then save it again. And I think that's, you know, uh, again, is where you kind of have some extra steps in there and then and then send it back. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not the best place to manipulate files like Jason's doing. Or open up files in different uh type of programs. Uh especially the one he's talking about is uh uh his recording, audio recording software. So. Right.
0: and I agree with him about airdrop. Airdrop is is an awesome system. It it for the most part works it works great. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. It, so it's, it's so it's so nice there, to yeah. not
0: think about oh, I got this file on my and on my, my iPhone. I want to send it to my Mac or my iPad. I can do it
2: yeah.
0: instantaneously I mean, awesome. or share it with somebody else instantaneously. One note I was gonna to say. For- Go ahead. But no. what I was going to say about PDFs is uh, apps like PDF Expert do give you the option on an iOS device to be able to sign uh, on them. And I'm going to talk about Office here in a minute but, that you can as well. Um, and uh, so they do have apps that you can't sign them, but it, so it shouldn't be as challenging depending on the app that you have on your, on your phone or your iPad to do it. Yeah, no,
1: it, it, I had an app that did it, but it was just a process of getting it from email. Opening it, signing it, saving it, and then sending it back, replying to the email more or less with it. With it, so um, yeah, no, it's it, it, I mean, as I said, it, it's possible. It's it's all possible to do. It's just, you know, certainly there'd be people who could easily figure out how to do this on on a Mac or Windows computer that right. would have a harder time doing it on an iOS device. Um, that would maybe need to. Research a little bit before they were able to do it. But you know what I was going to say is, you know, with AirDrop is, you know, you and I both have an iPad Pro with the USB port, right? USB C, and I've never felt the urge to have to plug in a USB, you know, uh, file to, to get files off of it. Yeah, external drive um, between AirDrop and iCloud Drive and and even Google Drive or whatever, you know, it's easy to get things on and off that way. So that's, that's, that's my advice is if you want to play around with files, don't, you know, put, put them in the cloud somewhere, just way so you can get, you have access to
2: them everywhere. Yeah. So, um, anything else about
0: files app before we move on?
2: Nope.
0: All right. Let's, um, let's talk a little bit about, or a lot of bit of, uh, what Microsoft did today. They released, this wasn't beta for a while, um, They leased a, a version of Office, uh, Microsoft Office for iOS that is unified for all the apps, which would be Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Um, it just exited beta as we record this yesterday. Actually, it was, it was released. Um, and they launched this in beta for a while because they wanted to have a unified design that include all three apps, which is, is cool. Because now you can go to one place to be able to do it. Because, you know, do you want to be fumbling around going through three different apps on your iPhone and I know, granted, there might not be too many people that are <laughs> looking at at, at uh, office documents on the iPhone, but they may they may. I mean, with us, you and I both having the Macs, I mean, you have got a lot of a lot of real estate you can work on a on a on a, on a spreadsheet or something in a pinch. Uh, but it makes it a lot simpler now by combining them all. Um, they also included um, sticky notes. And they also have a new action pane that also lets you uh, create PDFs, sign PDFs, scan QR codes, and open files and links in Office, and then easily transfer files between your phone and your computer, or share instantly by a nearby mobile devices. So they've kind of added like a little mini AirDrop in uh, in inside of the app. Um, now, granted, if you are working in the enterprise, you're probably going to have some restrictions, um, but it, it may it, it'll it'll lock it down to only like the uh, most many enterprises use OneDrive uh, and you can uh, you can have in, in within your network be able to have access to all your files and everything through OneDrive so um but they also they also work with iCloud uh, and Google Drive and Dropbox and Box so it supports all the the, the big ones as far as, as as far as that goes um they included uh, other things like uh, the word dictation excel cards view in and, and, an and the outline to PowerPoint which actually would come in handy for those of who do a lot of, a lot of presentations and wanting being to be able to have uh, the outline on your phone I've done that all the time when I presented I want and when I use keynote um, uh, for, for Apple um, that I want to be able to uh, see my my outline and my notes um, and my notes uh, on the phone as opposed to uh, having a you know, look it up on the screen, or or have a cheater screen for that matter. So, I know you haven't you hadn't had a chance to play with this yet. But what are your thoughts?
1: Um, I I played with it a little bit. I downloaded it. Um, my my main thought right now is not that uh, I'm looking at it. I wish I had it uh, when I needed to sign my PDF because sure yeah. enough, the <laughs> actions is a uh, sign a PDF. So, yep. Um, yeah, it, it's I need to play with it more. I'm kind of looking at it now and. Uh, Got a couple of neat things in here. You can make new documents. Yeah. Lens, and, see this lens thing. You could actually. Oh yeah, uh,
0: Microsoft Lens is out for a while.
1: Yeah. What is they it? Incorporated it. Take mm-hmm. a picture or something, and I don't know what it does with it.
0: What is it? What uh, I can't remember what it does. Off the top of my head, but uh,
1: right. Uh-huh.
0: It was. Yeah. A, it was a very good. Uh, there's system.
1: something here. There's something here that says image to text. Like it's. I guess it's uh, an OCR right here. Right. Uh, basically, um, so it looks pretty powerful, Um and um, yeah,
0: yeah and, nice. and you still can download the standalone versions of Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, so you you could still have them on your iPhone if you want. Now, one thing this is this is not an iPad version. This is only an io uh, iPhone version, so it will not. I mean, it'll you could download it on your iPad, but it's going to be a, it's going to be the iPhone um, infrastructure. So. Um, so you still have to stick with the uh, the standalone apps on your iPad f- uh, for now. I don't know. For if now, I'm
1: sure they'll. I'm sure they I'm sure they're going to probably that.
0: look at yeah, look at doing some integrations with it uh, down the road for the iPad. It, would, if it only no. makes sense, but who knows? I mean, it could be something they do, you know, on 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 Macs and on Windows machines too. You know, you never know. I mean, they're
1: well, Windows, becoming more
0: and more innovative with with uh, with uh, with Office. So Windows sort
1: of has uh, sort of has the unified app too which kind of does the same thing it's just not exactly as a doesn't seem to be doing all the same things but it certainly right. does have it there's a there's one windows app called office now and you right. click on that and it's a it's an app it's a Windows store app so um i think they're kind of going after that too so yeah it's good i mean yeah i you know, a lot of people poo poo office and say ah, oh, don't you don't need it or I'm not paying Microsoft, or just use a uh, Notes, yeah. and uh, uh, or just use a uh, Apple uh, Apple uh, Pages and things like that. But you now uh, they they are trying to make it a you know a global app, and you know it certainly makes some money, and a lot of people use it. So yeah, they're doing something right.
0: So uh, let's uh, dive into some tips here. Um, if you want to take the first one here, we're talking about the lyrics um uh, how you can see your full song lyrics on your ipad or iphone um okay. we could talk you could talk about a little bit on how you do it
1: so this is a, a link that's posted uh for um ios osx daily yep. um so lyrics is something that they introduced with ios 13 and basically what it does is um as the song is playing it will kind of give you like a karaoke type of version of the lyrics uh, not all songs have it right. um, some do some don't but uh basically what you do is uh if you you open up your uh, Apple music app on the ipad or iphone uh, and as a, a song's playing, you click on the playback uh the triple dot icon look right right. on the on the uh, next to the title of the song and then. Towards the bottom there on the share sheet, there's one that says, sorry about that. Both somebody's happy about this. Both your uh full lyrics. And then uh at that point you could uh it will follow along the lyrics with you, or you could actually scroll up and down to kind of see them as you wish. Yeah. And that's basically it. Um, yeah,
0: this uh this there's two types, as you mentioned, there's two types of lyrics. There's just the standalone lyrics, so you can just go in and read through them, and that's what that's what this article is talking about. Um, and then, as you mentioned, there's the karaoke uh, it's live lyrics that they call it um, that will scroll through and as the song is playing, which is really cool. <laughs> you know, who, who needs a uh, who needs a, a karaoke machine? We can just you know put this up on a on a TV screen and let the lyrics flow. But it's again, fun. not it's every fun. song has this, so.
1: Yeah, and um, just as an FYI, uh, it's coming to the, um, it's coming to the Mac uh, in the right. uh, music app. They're doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, it's 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 minor feature, but it's fun. It's cert- you know certainly when you're listening to a song, um, you know, and uh, you know, I, I play keyboard, I play piano, so a lot of times I'll you know try to play along with the music, and it's kind of nice to do it. Yeah. So for a musician, it's kind of neat. And, um, yeah, there, there, you go.
0: So, and then um, the next tip—I don't know if it's actually a next, actually a tip more so than being just to be awareness of an accessibility feature. Um, this is uh, how to use the Guided Access on the iPhone, and iPad, and what what is a Guided Access? Uh, basically, it's built—it's a built-in accessibility feature that uh, allows you to limit uh, a device to one app, specific app. Preventing from switching to another program. So in this case, you might think about it as maybe somebody in a business that might have uh, an iPad that's a kiosk, and they don't want anybody to be going outside of the app because it's accessing specific, you know, like you're signing in or something. Um, so uh, so you could set it, which is really cool because you can't. That that's what a lot of businesses have done is they buy up iPads and they have you know interactive ipads that are locked down to just just the menus i mean i've seen i've seen restaurants that have uh the menus for like their wine list um so this was a good example yeah. i don't yeah. know if you've seen that uh where you they just set the ipad to only go to their wine list and it can't be navigated out to anything else
1: the, um the airport the the newark airport just a quick side note by us um yeah one of the larger our airports in the area um they must have uh, uh, almost thousands of, I mean, close to 2000 right. iPads, uh, in, in the air, uh, area. And that's how you order your food and, um, you play games on them, but it's, it's amazing. how you take a picture one day It's just like iPads everywhere, uh, at the tables and yeah, they're all locked down. Basically you can't do much for them.
0: Another, another, uh, application for this one may be for a child. Maybe you want to lock it down to just one, um, one app that they access on an iPhone or, you know, just for, for security reasons and, and, you know, keep them safe too. Um, so you can do that as well. So those are some of the reasons why you'd want to have guided access set up. The way you do it is here, I'm we'll go through the tip here, is um, you go into the settings app on either the iPad or the iPhone, then um, you launch, uh, and you tap general, and then you tap on accessibility, then you tap on uh, uh, guided access, which is under the learning section. Um, and then, uh, allows you to be able to tap in the passcode settings, create a passcode that's just for, um, this guided access because people, the only way you could be able to get out is, um, if you have an older device, you triple tap the the home button or you you tap the, uh, uh, the power button on newer devices and it'll let you back in and then, and you just get that uh, set on there. Um. You can set uh, Face ID or Touch ID on here, but uh, it's not recommended to do that when you're doing this. Uh, only because that's what it's supposed to be done; is supposed to lock it down um, and do that uh, that way. So, uh, check it out. That that's uh, that was the link on iMore that we that we that we found and and uh, wanted to, to bring that up and talk about it. So, um, next tip, if you wanted to hit on that one, is uh, uh, the first one. If you have quick access to that, Warren is the how to set a sleep timer on the iPhone.
2: Yes, let me open it up.
1: Um, so we have sleep timer on an iPhone. So if you want to, uh, according to the article, if you want to drift off to music, so basically if you're you want the music to stop after a certain point, you can launch the clock app you're going to tap the timer and use the picker to see how long you want the music to play. And then say uh, tap when when timer ends is basically where you to tap. Scroll to the bottom and select stop playing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you tap set uh, uh, yeah, the set at the top right and start. And then you go to the Apple Music and pick a playlist. Uh, obviously, if you pick just one song, it's not going to much because it will be over,
0: so you want to pick something that's going to at least last to um, the end of the time. Um, I now. mean, that, there are other apps like I use um, Radio.com, I, I used to use that to go to sleep, and um, they have a built in timer you can set. Um,
2: yeah, so does Downcast, the uh, the
0: podcast app. Uh, and a lot of podcast apps have, have built in timers where you can uh, set it as well. Uh, but this is cool that it's actually built into to ios where you can you know like especially for apple music if you want to listen to that the, like so it turns good, off
1: yeah. i have some good uh, sleep headphones that i got um that yeah me sometimes too I use. and basically uh instead of setting a timer generally it's, i'll just kind of roll over and, and yank them off my head that's sort of the best way to, to stop the music so. um
0: a couple of uh, messaging uh tips here how do you check when a message has been sent to receive and and uh what you do is you actually open up the message and you tap the message you want to check and then drag it to your left and if you if you and what you do what you see is you actually see the time right on the right hand side so that tells you because uh, everybody always wonders what time is this message sent and uh, if it uh if it shows uh It'll show what time it actually was sent to you. So uh, again, how you do that is on the message. You open that message, tap the message that you want to check, check um, and you drag to the left. And on that right-hand side, it'll show you what time is opened. Um, the other one I was going to mention too is how to check if someone has actually read your text. If you've got, uh, if they've got the read receipts turned on, um, you, you'll also be able to uh, uh, to you'll be able to do this. Some people tend to choose to turn this off. So just be aware of that. So so as long as both of you have have this enabled on your devices, you'll be notified each time you read each other's messages. Now, the way you turn that on is you have to open up into settings and then go into messages. Then you toggle the, the, the button there. It says send read receipts uh, to on and It's green, So then it'll be set to... Um, it'll be set to... To... Uh, uh, to... To... to Tell you that you read the message. Do you have that turned on? I do.
1: I think I do.
2: Yeah. So um, the
0: uh, other tip. Why don't you talk about uh, how to use a trackpad on your iPhone?
1: I love the picture of uh, Tim Cook and Johnny and I just looking yeah. at the phone um, like in amazement. Um, <laughs> so this is a. I'm trying to think if this is still valid for the newer version of ios because they changed it a little bit didn't they um no you can still hold
0: on the virtual keyboard and it grays out okay. mm-hmm.
1: i know they the have they changed it with the the, the force touch or something like that but um so if you want to um uh you if you want to move to a certain point of text on uh on an ios device um, specifically an iPhone and uh, don't want to like backtrack and all that you could push and hold the virtual keyboard until grays out and that's pretty much anywhere on the letters if you just push and hold yeah. down and basically the letters will turn into a grayed out little area which kind of uh, emulates a trackpad you just move your finger to where you want to go and then let go and in theory you should be at or hopefully even close to where you want to be on the keys uh, in the text, and then you can edit it from there.
0: Yeah. That's how you do that. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, here's an interesting one, how to share photos without location data. You know, when the images you take, they usually share what's called the EXIF data, e- E-X-I-F, that's a location data that's embedded inside of them. But there's a lot of reasons to maybe crime, privacy, or even more stuff that you deal with, you may not want this to happen. Here's how to strip the information from the images as you share them. When you select the image that you want to share, you tap the share icon in photo. The word photo is here. And at the top of the share pane, just under the photos title, there's a, there's an options uh, uh, button that you tap. Now you can choose how to send the images and also can choose not to include the location data. And then you can toggle that item to off um so you have the option to turn that off and then when you send the photo then it won't have any location of where that photo was taken um you find that 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 could come in canyon sometimes don't you think um
1: yeah i haven't thought of a reason yet but no not me
0: either i haven't (laughs) turned it off i don't care there's nothing i I have nothing that i'm hiding from uh um uh, hiding it from them so
1: I guess if I'm sending a picture to my wife from my girlfriend's house, I don't want to. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's probably not gonna. That's probably. Yeah, not you might so not want to be go. doing that. No, nah, not at all. Um, and there's a there's a bunch of other tips here. I, I like the uh, how to prevent robocalls. Like, yeah, go ahead and talk about that one. That one. Well, I like it just because it's probably not the best. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's like a it's like a. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the theory using a thimble to empty a, boat, a border or something like that it's going <laughs> kind to of do a little portion of it but that's it um, so basically what they're saying is you, you could you could silence unknown callers so if you go to uh, settings in iPhone and then you could scroll down to uh, um open settings in an iPhone I don't even know if that's right there's no, there's no iPhone setting hold on there's a phone setting, but I think that's what he meant to say, right?
2: Yeah. It's yep. under phone. So uh,
1: he will open settings on the iPhone, but that's incorrect. It's settings, phone. And then you scroll down to say, um, uh, so it says silence unknown callers. And basically, uh, if you do that, uh, calls from unknown numbers, and I'm reading this from the iPhone. Calls from unknown numbers will be silenced, sent to voicemail, and L will be displayed in the recent list. Um, incoming calls will continue to ring from people in your contacts, uh, recent and outgoing calls, and serious suggestions. So essentially, the, the phone will do its best to, to ring if it thinks you know the person, whether they're in your contacts, whether they called you in the past or you called them in the past, uh, or if the Siri suggestions is basically as Siri kind of scans through emails and texts and things like that. And um, uh, if it matches kind of a phone number with maybe somebody you know, it will suggest And yeah. sometimes you'll open up, uh, you'll open up something that says uh, uh, Siri found an email uh, with its contact and its phone number. Is this right? And you could say yes or no. So, um yeah, it's it's I it's it's gonna try, um, but with these kind of things, keep in mind that there always is a possibility that you'll miss uh, some a legitimate call. So use that with caution. Um, you know, there's other apps out there too. We each uh, we talked about this before, but each uh, cell phone provider now kind of gives away uh, an app to to try to
2: yeah
1: do this too. Um, varying various success rates uh uh, i haven't spoken to anybody who has completely uh figured out the solution to stop them uh completely uh spamming robocalls but um there's some things you can try um i know actually i know some people who refuse to answer any phone calls at all uh, yeah there's plenty of them out there yeah so (laughs) that that would be that would be probably the only solution but
0: but uh, your your mileage may vary on that one. Um, Here's a tip on uh, how to make Siri announce your phone calls. This would probably drive me crazy. I don't know if I would do this. I can help
1: this off right away. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Siri will speak the name of the person that's calling you before you pick up. Okay. I I can just pick up the phone and look at it, but hey, you know, there might be some visually impaired. that might want to be able to hear it, um, which is fine. And we, 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 we are always welcome for that. So, A way to enable this is you go into settings, you go under phone, and then you select announce calls. And you can have this kick in all the time or only when you're on headphones, or you also can set it when you're uh, using CarPlay. So that might come in handy at the time, maybe your headphones, and you, you, you don't want to pick up the phone while you're listening to something. It tells you who it is, and then you don't have to pick up the phone yeah. you might be jogging so that got be, you could so you can set just for that carplay for sure comes in handy um but it, it does visually show who's calling on the screen so um, yeah
1: and of course apple watch wearers uh will get uh the alert on their wrist, right if you have uh, your
0: watch you right so you're going to get vibration or, yeah, or sound
1: you'll see you can look down and see uh see who's calling on the watch so, as well
0: so one one serious thing you could, you could do um uh, other thing I never, I never thought of before is how to be able to take a panoramic shot in a different direction, another direction. You know, when you take panel images, the default I'm setting like, demands right. you to go from left to right. It? What's that? Yes.
1: I, I saw that. I'm like, what are, you, what are you even saying? Like, I didn't even know that's a, that could be
0: adopted. Yeah, that's, yeah this, this, is, this was kind of an interesting tip. I didn't, I didn't think you could do it either. So mm-hmm. the standard panel image, you have to, you know, you start left and you work your way right and go slow and go steady. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can actually tap the arrow that appears in the middle of the screen then reverse the directions from right to left.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. So I guess you could go. Maybe you feel awkward going from left to right. You want to go right to left. I no, have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing they ask is what about like a tall building? You look up. You want to get a full view of the tall building. You can, uh, once you go into panel mode, you can just twist your iPhone to landscape view and you'll still be able to take an up and down panoramic image of the uh, of the building. So... Um, right.
1: I think in theory what happens is when you're in pattern mode, the the auto rotation doesn't rotate. It, it sticks to the, where it is. So basically now you're side by side at this point. Right.
0: So. Cool. And this one I know comes in handy for a lot of people. And I knew, I've used this a lot is uh, how to paste a number into iPhone's iPhone app. Um, you got a phone number, you want to call it, but iPhone doesn't recognize it as a phone number. So what you do is you select the number on your iPhone and you copy it. And then open the phone app and then you tap the big space above the dial pad. That's the and then the paste command will appear. And then you just uh tap this to paste the number into the dial screen. Then call it. And then uh and you'll also be able to tap the uh blue add number item and be able to add that to your contacts book. So that one for sure Peace comes in handy.
1: All the time. Like yeah. At least at least
0: daily. At least the, you you're you're one that doesn't uh, make a lot of phone calls though.
1: <laughs> I definitely try to avoid making phone calls, but when I when I do, that's what I do. I'll have pull down a number, uh copy it from somewhere. Um of course you gotta you know you, if you just if it's a clickable number that you're copying it for, it should open up the phone app and dial yeah. it. Um but sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're on the website or something like that. So yeah, copy and paste right in.
0: Yeah. So, um, that's some of, the, some of the tips we had for this week. Uh, did you have anything else that did, there was a catching your eye this week, uh, with, uh, your iPhone that you, you've been
2: experiencing?
1: No, not really. Um, everything seems to be I'm just thinking, but no, uh, no, everything's uh, covered. So, uh, nothing, uh, nothing comes to mind.
0: Yeah, there really hasn't been a lot of exciting apps out this week, so we really haven't uh, had much uh, to say about that as well. So um but uh yeah we'll uh, uh we'll definitely see uh, see where things go this week. A uh, couple up one program note, next week we have our guest coming. Uh, uh Shelly Brisbane is uh, the author of uh, iOS uh, X- accessibility book and we're going to talk about accessibility which is uh, always a good topic to find out about and and hear her her ideas of uh, accessibility and it's a really good book too so uh, stay tuned for that I'll be appearing on the uh, the Daily Tech news show with Tom Merritt and uh, Cheryl lane and Roger Chang uh, on tomorrow after we record this so give that a listen you'll feel you'll hear me on there as well and uh, of course uh, you always hear both of us on uh, back to the future go uh live cast on facebook uh which more and you missed last yesterday which was okay I, you had it, more important things I, to do you with the boys and girls I, clubs of america right
1: yep i did listen to the show though and uh it
0: crazy was, as uh, always we love but well, we it love was
1: crazy yeah all technical <laughs> issues and fun and you know
0: i can't hear my volume <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's i shouldn't make fun of him no 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 he, he actually he said there was volume issues but it sounded all right to me uh, and
0: then he figured it out <laughs> later
1: yeah. it sounded it sounded all good so there you go uh but i should be on next week uh and i should be on next week with uh yeah, the
0: yeah we, have well. fun, we have fun we have a lot of fun doing that so uh uh definitely check that out as well so um let's uh let's just go ahead and wrap things up here uh and uh, see what we can do for next time here so uh, that is a wrap for this week so please send your comments questions and suggestions to our email address at feedback at com. uh please send your letters we want to want to hear from you i want to want to get, to get uh, some feedback about the show or just uh send us some uh just send them some things you'd like to talk about or hear about uh and you have in your challenges, we, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can uh, answer your questions. But uh, please send it. That's what it's there for, for feedback. Uh, feedback at InTouchWithiOS.com. So oh, you also can follow us on Twitter at iOS. Send us some stuff there if you'd like. Um, you can also subscribe to us in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio. But better at just go to our website at InTouchWithiOS.com all the links to all the ways listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me at DaveG65 on Twitter. And uh, Warren, where can I find you?
1: Uh, I hang out on the uh, Facebook, the Map feature uh group on Facebook, where we talk about uh, Apple uh, mostly, but we talk about tech in general. Um, WSKLAR is uh, me on Twitter, and maybe twitch and uh Kik, Kat and work those other uh, pretty much every service i would have used is uh me on WSPLAR, uh and then of course you can find me on the Map for the future go livecast on wednesday with the uh g who would all be doing guys and um am on the show as well
0: and then uh, one thing I'll mention before we before we close is uh, Macstock is going to be coming up in July, and I hope we're going to get you to come, uh, Warren. It's uh, July twenty fifth and twenty sixth of this year. Uh, this will be the sixth year. It's a great show, and uh, the website hasn't been updated as of yet, but uh, it's MacstockConferenceAndExpo dot com, and uh, you'll be uh, you'll definitely be hearing more about that uh, once uh, uh, once. Uh, Mike Potter updates the website uh, for, for this year and there's still still in discussions of who's going to be speaking and all that so there's a lot to go that's a long ways away yet at least another five months so uh, but I just wanted to mention that as well so with that uh,
1: do my best to be there
0: <laughs> yes we hope you are but if you're not that's okay we understand uh, <laughs> but, you, but you know guy's going give to you, give you some crap about it <laughs> I'm excited,
1: I'm excited.
0: Uh, but we but you gotta be there. Come on. anyway, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, thanks again for listening and uh, we appreciate it and we'll talk to you again uh, soon.